so I was kind of thinking, oh, by the way, this is the case of the Coffee Shop Podcast. My name's Justin. I'm one of your hosts. And my name's D. Hay. And we're back. And we're back, another, baby. Another one. There we go. Uh, I was kind of thinking maybe for this oh, week. Oh, in this podcast, we make a song. And we do. We make songs on this podcast. I was actually about to sort of get into that. Um, okay. I was thinking maybe this week on the podcast, we could write a good song oh that's actually was my idea too i'm kind of excited that you said that yeah that see the, like, thing, the thing like and i'll i want to sort of use this as an opportunity because uh we've been kind of working in the back burner on a on a project that is, is growing faster than we're able to keep up with it um where we're right. we're just kind of constantly churning out songs for strangers on twitter which by the way go follow us on twitter at chaos coffee shop um, but w- this thing keeps happening with these songs that we're writing for strangers where we're actually like writing good songs. And I yeah. feel like we need to sort of bring that good song mentality into the podcast. Yeah. Cause we've been sort of on a streak of, you know, I wouldn't say bad songs. I would say transcendent of mm-hmm. art, but it, it could be argued by some that they weren't, that some of our songs weren't necessarily songs yeah definitely um i wouldn't i wouldn't agree with that by the way no yeah i mean it could definitely be argued though um and mm -hmm. i mean since with our podcast still being in sort of the growing stages you know we haven't conquered the whole podcast realm yet uh, i feel Mm -hmm. like we need to make a few things that kind of cater to the the virgin ears of your average listener where maybe right. some the this the avant-garde kind of direction that we keep going might be off-putting to these fucking idiots yeah and you know we want to get across the fact that like we're hardcore music boys oh yeah when it comes down to it like we know our stuff like i know like like this one is like a that's a b oh yeah um and like I, I, you know, when we pump out bullshit, it's like our musical prowess doesn't necessarily, um, like the audience doesn't necessarily see how great we are. Um, yeah, but the, what they don't understand, and what few people understand, is that p- real musicianship is not boastful. You know, we can we mm-hmm. can take our our excellence and use it to create this more avant garde pieces without <clears throat> just basically showing off all of our all of the years and years of musical theory classes and and uh jazz courses that we've taken you know yeah i mean at the end of the day we're just we're just creating right we're just creators we're just doing Mm -hmm. what the what the ether commands us to do and like we just it's like we just go along with the flow if it's good it's good if it's great it's great like you know we don't need to we don't need to like cater to any sort of musical standard. Yeah. No, I, but despite that, yeah, despite that it's, it feels right that we would maybe take a step back and maybe simplify our ideas a little bit so that, Mm -hmm. you know, we can, we can ease our listeners into some of, some of the more avant-garde aspects of chaos at the coffee shop. Definitely. Definitely. So, with that in mind, I mean, do you have any any ideas this week? I mean, like, because obviously we're going to make it a good song, but like, right. what is our good song about? Dude, I can't hear you at all sometimes. 
I don't know what that was. Oh, can you hear me? Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Sorry, my, my computer like froze up a little bit, but it's because I got an email from Barnes & Noble, and it, it just like popped up on my screen, and it said, like, you got a coupon or something. Hey, D. Hey, I don't mean to scare you. Um, mm-hmm. I just actually saw a news article earlier today that uh, Barnes & Noble was acquired, and oh, I bet no. I bet you can guess who acquired it. Oh, uh, was it? And his name was rhymes it with... It was Tech Nine. Oh. Tech Nine acquired Barnes and Noble. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, weird acquisition from a business standpoint. Given that Amazon's sort of putting all those boys out of business, but um, <laughs> he did it really just to get at you, huh? That's that's a power move, you know. Yeah, it is. Okay, so speaking of Barnes and Noble, which uh-huh. interrupted probably something something really funny I was going to say. But I am certain of it. What if? What if this song was a book? Okay. So it, the song is just a book? Uh, but yeah, what if what if the song was was a book? Um all right. So I mean, we could make a song like using Morse code that that is a book. Okay. What um What if we make a song using Morse code of our favorite Bible verses? So where's the yeah, so what's when, I said, when I said <laughs> when I said let's make a song that's a book, where did Morse code come in? Uh, Why was that that the first thing you thought of? Well, because I'm curious. because you need the book to be auditory, but also like it needs to be something that you read. Okay, um, I was thinking of maybe just kind of making a story, like an audio book. <laughs> yeah, I guess those exist, <laughs> but make an audio book. <laughs> we're recording a podcast we're kind of already kind of like on base here okay but we still want this to be a good song yeah so um Um, how do we how do we do that you know the morse code thing actually i had a sort of while i was talking i had an idea okay okay yeah let's let's what if we wrote a short story and then translated it to morse code and then uh and then what if the morse code's the beat that's exactly where I was going, dude. See, we're always holy on the same page. shit, dude. Yeah, that's like that's like another layer of like lyrics For real, in a man. song. Like, like you can have your regular lyrics, and then like it doesn't even just have to be the drums. It could be every instrument is just playing in Morse code. For yeah, every like, instrument could be a different like a different story, a different dude. character. <laughs> this is holy shit, this dude! This is gonna be crazy. We're playing like ten stories on top of each other. Oh my god! And then it can just like like it can just like culminate in everything coming coming together because like okay, in a story, right? Sometimes uh-huh. you'll have uh, like in specific chapters you'll have like um, perspective shifts. Yeah. So like multiple things can be happening at the same time, but a reader isn't able to perceive that like while they're reading a book because they can only read you know one chapter at a time. Yeah. Right? So then like the 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 like let's say a scene where you have multiple perspectives is like two entire chapters long and it's just like thirty seconds of stuff happening. You know because you got to describe every perspective. But with this, I mean, not only is it not only is it like a new form of art and music, but it's also just efficient. Yeah, I I think this is really something. So, I think okay. this is really something. So what are these stories about, though? Right. Um, I mean, we could write a scene 
and then just write like a write like a different perspective of each character mm-hmm. and then uh he, okay dude this could be very cool okay what are you thinking so like the so each each character is a different like melodic instrument right that is playing a different note and mm-hmm. all of those notes combine to make a chord and the chorus everybody is saying the same thing so in the chorus it's just this beautiful chord so are all the characters are they going to be in the same place like are they all like sitting around a table maybe debating something and then we're getting their inner the, like the inner workings in each of their minds or they are they all in different places and maybe in the chorus they come together hmm. and maybe maybe they they all come together on the same battlefield right and then they're just like just like okay boys let's get them so dude i feel like we kind of have a heading already and we're only like 14 minutes in yeah should we get cooking we're kind of on got a bit of a time constraint it's true this is so i guess we could just get, get cooking do you want to um do you want to just start brain like workshopping a story here okay yeah like um i mean so who who are our, our characters who are our leads we have eric eric of course is he our, our main character Eric's our lead he's the protagonist of the story okay eric is our lead um, then the love interest okay whose there's name love is interest chadwick D- chadwick okay. chadwick chadwick um and chadwick is uh, uh I, we don't have to mention in the story but he's the brother-in-law of john wick who is played okay. by um okay so this is yeah this is chad his first name's chad and his last name's wick yeah yeah okay okay um uh, <laughs> and eric doesn't have a last name Okay, yeah, because he was found. He was an, found on the battlefield. Yeah, as, and the as that part ch- of his dog tag was blown off by a bullet, and he has n- pneumonia <laughs> and amnesia, <laughs> but also pneumonia. <laughs> okay, wait. There's a, there are a lot of concepts there. Okay, so he was found. Yeah. I get. I can't type that fast on my phone. It was found on the battlefield. <laughs> yeah. Uh, field. Okay, well, one thing, I think that this is going to be the same battlefield that in the chorus he's going to return to. So it's going to be this big, like, full circle thing. Um, yeah. Um, but, okay, it's found on the battlefield. Um, there's a dog tag. Yeah, and the dog tag. So he has amnesia. And he can't remember his last name because his the last name portion of his dog tag was blown off by a bullet. Right, (laughs) right. And he also has has pneumonia. (laughs) He has pneumonia. Okay, okay. (laughs) Cool. So this Um, is our lead. Right, and maybe he only had 17 years to live, and he knew this. Wow. So he was found on the battlefield by, oh, I guess we should, uh, who was he found by? His battle buddy. (laughs) Okay. His battle buddy, the the fighting robot. His battle buddy, the fighting robot named Campbell. Okay. He's named Campbell because he's, they used to call him Tin Can endearingly. Like a Campbell's soup can. Right, right. Because he's red. And he's red with the blood of the innocent. Oh, oh, oh no. He's sort of a dark character. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's the villain, right? But he's also, oh, he's Eric's 
like ex battle buddy. <laughs> I forget he's the battle buddy. But okay, hear me out. He okay, wait. So he's the one who found Eric on the battlefield, yeah. right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and Eric was a child with dog tags. <laughs> oh, so I in my mind, Eric was like a baby. Okay, and he had a dog tag, uh-huh. and that was his parents gave that to him to to name him. They pulled it off the corpse of another <laughs> of another person, <laughs> some, and yeah. then they tried to kill him, but their bullet bounced off of the dog tag so it didn't the dog tag saved him his parents tried to kill him his parents tried to kill him because they were they were loving parents at first until uh-huh. they were possessed whoa by okay um by dr yeah dr geese dr geese dr geese dude dr geese um he possessed both of both of eric's parents at once yeah and turned them into um a a combined parental figure yeah because eric is the chosen one and only dr geese knows this right there's a the prophecy omniscient. foretold that that one day a a boy would rise up and conquer Doctor Geese. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Um. Yeah. That that makes sense. So then the okay. So then they tried to make the. So then the parents, the fused parents, they shot. Um. Eric. What if they like? What if they had a such a brief like moment of clarity that they purposely shot the dog tag so that they wouldn't kill their son oh my god that's powerful dude it's powerful oh yeah because because love is stronger than geese and then ran off into the woods to live under a bridge a woods bridge i was thinking his parents i was thinking the bullet deflected off of the dog tag and killed his parents whoa so like a straight ricochet yeah wow so then we can just kind of get them out of the picture nice that's makes it easier so now we don't have to write for them so parents dead and like and and one of the instruments will just like abruptly cut out of the song (laughs) yeah and that's the parent storyline. Yeah. So, okay. So then the battle buddy. Yep. Campbell, um, the robot. Campbell, the fighting robot who's red with the blood of... His parents? Um, maybe maybe he was just standing behind the parents. Yeah. And he got And then the bullet, the bullet ricocheted. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So it all kind of ties together. And he's like, you know? and write this down. He says, harsh, bummer, kid. He says, hold on. So then what? Uh, I mean, like, what is the story arc of Eric? Well, why? What was the battle over in the first place? What were they all doing on the battlefield? Um, And why was Eric there as a baby? Well, I mean, was it really even a battlefield before the first shot was fired and they died? Um... Like, what? Why were his parents there with a baby? Uh, I th- I think this was just sort of in the aftermath of the big war of Doctor Geese's forces, uh, which is but- also known as the American Civil War. Oh shit! Yeah, so this is an alternate timeline where the American Civil War has a lot to do with Doctor Geese. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. was so. Okay, 
Is Dr. Geese, which side is he fighting for? <laughs> he's that's he's, the, that's he's the fighting question. for the West. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. He's, so from, this he's is, from San Francisco. Okay. So this is, there There were two splits this time. Uh-huh. Instead of just, just it, was, it wasn't just the North, the South. It was North, South, and West. Uh-huh. And... Um, and so Dr. Geese was leading the West. Yeah. He had, he Um, had his forces from San Francisco Bay area. Why? Um, who were all robots. Why was he doing this? Named after soup. And, and then, so Campbell, Campbell was originally, oh dude, Mm -hmm. I got it. Okay. Okay. Get this. Okay. So what if, so parents shoot bullet, bullet ricochets off of dog tag and then bullet hits Campbell who is one of Dr. Geese's soldiers, but the bullet like hits him in such a way that it affects like his motherboard and makes him a not a bad guy. Oh, okay. So then he becomes the battle buddy. He becomes the battle buddy. Okay. So, okay, wait. So bullet? Or maybe parents' blood short circuits Campbell. Oh, okay. Okay. It's so poetic. He's born from the blood of his parents. Holy shit. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. And because he was evil first, Uh maybe he had a gun to the parents yeah and and he was like you gotta you gotta do it you gotta kill your kid (laughs) i mean they were already being like brainwashed yeah or manipulated and fused by dr geese but maybe they were still resisting it and then dr geese was like campbell bring out the gun and all of dr geese's minions are soup robots yeah yeah okay so maybe that's the the second war so once um once eric grows up uh-huh. and becomes uh he's once he's 18 years old cuz so they found him at he was one when they found him and he only had 17 years to live cuz of the pneumonia right yeah so at the year 18 the the pneumonia's really kicking in but eric's like this is my last chance to take out all of those to, uh, all of dr, dr. geese's battle bots yeah and, and this they're is all, like they the, got to all be like steam powered because it's like the 1890s yeah and but the civil war's still going on in this timeline yeah that's okay. the crazy thing so dr geese is like prolonged the war uh-huh he d- he wouldn't uh-huh. allow for the emancipation right they, they the tried to build soup robots yeah but like it's like just humans in general like all yeah. humans were his slaves because he, he even he is a robot he's a he's part robot yeah whoa he's a cyborg he's got, he's got toes he, wait, toes he has robot toes or human Ro- toes maybe his toes are the only human part of him left oh and that's interesting because when he walks on the battlefield it's like poetic he leaves human footprints but he's a robot there's something there there's There's i feel like we haven't we haven't found it but it exists so maybe he walks in the footprints of his mentor who was a human but then the human mentor died and that's what turned him evil he what if in the same explosion that killed his mentor he was reduced to toes (laughs) (laughs) and 
Okay. And he had to, using only 10 severed toes, he had to build a new robot body for himself. Yeah. Okay. And he follows in the footsteps of his mentor. Uh huh. To be named. Um, yeah. And so the mentor was blown up. They were good uh-huh. until until in the Civil War they got betrayed by both sides. Um, yeah, wait. So then, who got betrayed? So the the mentor, Doctor Geese's mentor, was betrayed by both sides of the Civil War. Okay, and that's what the explosion was. It was both sides. It was Abraham up. Lincoln and Robert E. Lee both uh, firebombing his house right because the, in person because the the mentor was an even greater threat to the union yeah and to the south because they okay so the mentor had this robot technology uh-huh. right before everyone else so they they weren't planning on using it for evil but just the fact that they had it like yeah. they had nukes they had all sorts of bombs and gizmos and mm-hmm. lasers and, and they were going to use and, they were going to use them for good right but then robert e lee and and abraham lincoln got jealous right because yeah because they they, they needed it for the war muskets and like horse hair and shit and you got mm-hmm. you got the mentor and dr geese over here like steam powered so- soup robots and right you know they got jet packs they had jet packs they had jets they had airplanes <laughs> they had spaceships like yeah. they could travel to different dimensions like they had this greater technology dr right? geese and his mentor were just way ahead of their time Mm-hmm. And Abraham Lincoln and Robert E. Lee could not handle it. No, I mean, they didn't want it to get in the other person's hands, right? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if Robert E. Lee got that technology, then we'd be living under some, some different circumstances right now. Oh, certainly. Um. So once the mentor died, who maybe we should pin down a name for this guy. Oh, Grandma Phyllis. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Maybe not. Grandma Phyllis. Okay. <laughs> no. No. Grandma Phyllis. That's it. What what if it wasn't Grandma Phyllis? What if it's Grandma Phallus? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. Dude, it could be. It's Phyllis. <laughs> it could be. Dude, it could be. Uh, it could be. Okay. Here's <laughs> here's what it is. Okay. Gr- Okay, so Grandma Phyllis explodes, right? Yeah. And this is this is early on. But she didn't really die because there's a clone that she made of herself. She knew that something like this could happen. Mm-hmm. So she had a clone, and that's and was that Grandma clone's Phyllis. Name? Oh, yeah. All right. We got uh, Grandma Phyllis, Grandma Phallus, Dr. Geese, Eric... Campbell, Abraham Lincoln, Robert E. Lee, and Chadwick, who we haven't really gone into yet, except for the oh, and I guess all of this is taking place in the same universe as as uh, John Wick. Um, yeah, I mean Chadwick <laughs> is the brother. Uh, I of guess he'd John be like Wick. the great great grandfather of John Wick. Um, 
Yeah. And they never really talk about in the John Wick well, movies that uh, well, this the thing is actually is, how the Civil War went down. Yeah. Also, the thing is, we mentioned that he's the brother. Chadwick is the brother of John Wick. So mm-hmm. I think there is some time travel involved. I was just where... I was going to make a joke about 30 minutes ago about when we were going to incorporate time travel because we always, <laughs> yeah. because we always do. Well, yeah, I mean, this is where the time travel comes in. Is it important to the overall story or is it just a side plot? I would say like, it's nobody, not. Nobody I mean, may, okay, okay. Sure. Maybe so that we can't use time travel as a as a crutch the way we typically do. How about mm. he Chadwick is the brother of John Wick, but John Wick is actually the great great grandfather of the John Wick that we know and love. No. No. Um, okay. I like I like having time travel more or John Wick is very very immortal. old. He's very old. He is a sort of sage-like figure. That's um, that's sort of a Keanu Reeves thing, anyway. Yeah, and and I've never seen John Wick, but he's like good at like like fighting and stuff. Yeah, right? he's like a gun boy. So I think he got his great gun skills from just living so long, right? Yeah, he's just been practicing a lot. Yeah, and he had the technology, like the modern day gun technology. He had it like way back then because he oh, yeah. was once an apprentice of Dr. Geese until he um he left the Dr. Geese Academy because he was so in love with Eric. Was it the Dr. Geese Academy or the Grandma Fallows Academy? Um I guess it would be the doc the Dr. Geese Academy because this is like what like 18 years later. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Also, so everything so, happened with with Grandma Phyllis before Eric was even born. Um yes. So that was okay, so Grandma Phyllis died with the explosion that created Dr. Geese. Campbell. No, Dr. Or, Geese. No, no, Dr. Geese. Dr. Geese. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Dr. Right. Geese grew from grew from yeah. toes. Toes, right? <laughs> yeah. And then he eventually created a robot a super robot army. Um, right. And then the robot army was it was part of wait. <laughs> The Civil War is very, very long this time. Okay, so after Grandma Phyllis's death, this causes Dr. Geese to become evil and, like, radicalized against the North and the South in the Civil War, right? Uh Um, After he creates himself with his toes. But why wouldn't he sort of revert to a nicer side once he realizes, oh, Grandma Phyllis isn't dead? It's, It's just, like, anatomy all of a human's potential for evil is stored in their toes. And uh, oh. and when when everything else is taken away and all you are is toes and robot, uh, you have right. nothing but evil potential. Right, and these evil toes are building up the rest of what constitutes a human being. Yeah. So they're infusing evil within every single molecule every of Dr. Geese. Every facet of Dr. Geese's... <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> All right. Okay. So I feel like there's a lot going on with Doctor Geese, Definitely. right? Doctor Geese sort of took over the story, but this this is a story about Eric, who was found on the battlefield. Yeah. Well, we have the whole backstory pretty much down. Right. So what is he doing in his life until he returns to the battlefield? He's about to die with pneumonia in that second battle. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, but he knows he's got he's to make one last stand to save the world. Uh, yeah, so Dr. Geese, maybe Dr. Geese is planning his last, uh, hit, like his last sort of charge on Washington, D.C. Um, in the American Civil War, which is extended now like into the, into like the 1920s. So maybe, maybe Eric finds the, the war b- blueprint, right? Yeah, he finds the and war plans. He realizes that Dr. Geese is planning all these other wars, the, like World War One, World War Two, um, even yeah, cause beyond Dr. that. Yeah, because Dr. Geese has access to like other dimensions, like our dimension in the real world, and he knows the way that history actually panned out. So he's planning right. for all those wars to happen. Right. He's trying to make history go back to its natural path (laughs) so dr geese maybe maybe isn't like really that bad of a guy (laughs) yeah but like he's also (laughs) but he he also he knows there's a better way right yeah like he could have fixed it yeah like he's he's about to just like sit back and let the holocaust happen you know right He's an interesting character. He's sort of, yeah, maybe he's not purely evil. He's just, he just thinks that, maybe he's just a big fan of our dimension. Yeah. He's like, he a, just, he's a fangirl. Maybe he's just like a big fan of like BTS or something. And like, <laughs> he wants to make the future, like have them in it. And the yeah. only way he can do it is to revert history onto its natural course. Yeah. Everything has to go exactly as it went or BTS won't exist. <laughs> <laughs> they won't be born. Oh no. It all makes sense. All right. So yeah, yeah Dr. Geese, um, yeah, Dr. Geese is a very interesting character now. Yeah. Maybe he came from our timeline. Yeah, okay. So Dr. Geese invented like uh interdimensional travel and then he went and he ran into uh Grandma Phyllis who had also invented interdimensional travel in her right, timeline. Right, but she was better at it. But she was better at it. So that's why she was his mentor mentor. because he wanted to get back. Like he, so he wanted to interdimensionally travel. But then as soon as he did, he was like, ah, shit. Uh, I didn't really want this. Well, he he didn't design a way for him to get back to his dimension. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. And all that he brought (laughs) with him was like an MP3 player with some BTS on it. Right. And, and like, if this doesn't happen, but Grandma Phyllis had a way to get back, right? Uh huh. Um, but um, she, but right before she could tell him, she exploded. Was it her? How did she die she again? Exploded. Abraham Lincoln and Robert E. Lee exploded. Oh, her. oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because got she was it. too powerful. Right, right, and, right. Yeah, and then that was when Doctor Geese was reduced to toes. Right. So then that happened right before um right before Dr. Geese could find a way back. So then he realized he was stuck. There's no other way back, right? Uh-huh. So that's when he so he also knew the prophecy of yeah. <laughs> Eric. Doc, Grandma Phyllis told him about the prophecy, I guess. <laughs> right. Right before she exploded, she was like, hey, there's no, yeah, she was like, if, if you wish to, to save BTS and whatnot, 
and revert this world to its natural course, you have to stop Eric, the son of the prophecy. <laughs> so, then, so then Dr. Gee sent Campbell to kill Eric. And also as a backup, um, Dr. Geese manipulated Eric's parents' minds, right? Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, Dr. Geese is a very smart character. So, like, if one plan failed, the other... He has um, contingency, yeah. It could perfect. happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But little did he know, both plans would fail because uh, the parents shot... Because uh, of the parents' love... Yeah. And and they they died. Evil. Yeah, their bullet yeah. bounced off of the dog tag. It killed them and it their blood um turned Campbell into the battle buddy. It all makes sense, dude. Right. So then Eric, yeah, is raised by the battle buddy. Campbell raises Eric. The blood of the parents. Yeah, it short-circuited beca- Campbell's uh right. And and the, in and sort of the the parental essence of inside the blood Whoa, fused it like, into the circuitry of the battle, battle buddy Campbell. <laughs> yeah, so he became okay. he became like a loving mother, right? And then Eric, at age seventeen, he's gonna die of pneumonia. But he's he starts doing some research into Campbell, and he starts looking around in his circuit board and whatnot, uh-huh. and he sees the memories of Doctor Geese, um, telling him to kill him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then that's when Eric, um, gets all of his gets his army. Yep. He builds his own robot army. Maybe he, he builds his own robot army based on. Um, Campbell. Uh huh. And um, oh, and based Chadwick. On Campbell, he uses um, so he uses Doctor Geese's own like blueprints against him. Yeah, I, but I at think this so. point, those blueprints are seventeen years outdated, and Doctor Geese probably has some crazy badass robots now. Right, right. But he has the love of his parents. Yeah, and that's more powerful than any gun. And that's the that's the moral of the story. That's the message, and Chadwick is there. Yeah, and they, kiss. <laughs> and also Chadwick is there, who yeah. happens to be the brother of John Wick, who is Keanu yes. Reeves. Right, right. <laughs> it's a it's a side story. We'll have a sort of spinoff series come from this. Yeah. Um. So I think and, we kind of have the whole story then. Yeah, I. I think so. And then, so then the big climax is Eric um, against Dr. Geese. Yeah. Um, so, so this is, so this, the song itself is just the climax of the story and it's all um, told by Morse code beats. I was thinking it's the whole story. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm down for it. It's just, uh, yeah. Um, okay. Just one last thing. How is this ending? Well, I mean, I think. I so think does it's, Eric kill Dr. Geese? The thing, I mean, so it has to be a little more complicated than that because Dr. Geese is such a complex character. Right. You know, maybe right. maybe we have to find out how how we can create BTS without the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> those were some words you said. <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
right yeah so Um, we gotta definitely swing that but you know maybe we maybe we just put that in the song and not spoil it for our listener you know okay oh okay so we put it in the song um which we're gonna write here in a second write the ending and then people will have to it'll give them an incentive to learn morse code (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) okay i'm into that all right nice 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 all right let's i think i think we're ready i think we're ready let's do it let's do it Battle buddy. No. 